2: We're back, baby. It's the Charity stripe Pitcher Free Throws because they are free. Fisher, DeSopolis, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider, the mightier ESPN 1090. Gentlemen, another week of NFL football is in the books. College football week three in the books. Kind of a lame week. The best game was probably BYU versus Arkansas. If anybody caught that game, low-key, pretty solid. Um, But this week of college football was absolutely amazing. The slate is phenomenal. A lot of ranked matchups, a lot of great games, a lot of games with serious playoff uh, implications going forward. And we're going to get into that and save that money, talk some bets, and talk some college football. But first, fantasy football. Toss and I were the lowest scorer this week in the Los Angeles League. We had spear off Ice. Tossed it in 42 seconds, setting a league record to start the year. I did mine in 47 seconds. Good for a silver as it stands right now. And we head into fantasy football week three. We're going to give you our fantasy bros and fantasy hoes in just a hot second. But quick, any like gut checks you guys are seeing from fantasy football this season? Anything kind of catching your eye uh, that's maybe a bit different
1: to start? I would say that it's been harder than years prior to snag people on the waiver wire. Hmm. I don't know about you guys, but in week one, or after week one at least, couldn't get Puka Nakua. Um, Josh, Josh Kelly was a guy that was taking a lot of leagues already. Uh, Tutu Atwell was a guy that was already taken. Um, either people just did a lot of research early on in the leagues that I'm in, um, or, yeah, I don't know, just bad luck. Um, and then this week, of course, like Jerome Ford was already rostered in a couple of my leagues before the waiver wire. Kareem Hunt was even already rostered in two of my three leagues, and he just got signed by the Browns. So, yeah, it's just been difficult in general just to pick up the guys who are supposed to, you know, be the next thing for their teams. But luckily, in, in our league or LA league, I feel like everyone's too busy watching us uh, chug, spin off ices. I got Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford mm-hmm. as you needed.
2: You had Nick Chubb. Toss. You noticing yeah. anything?
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not surprised that the waiver wire is so thin because the running back position is really, really thin guys are getting injured very quickly this season. And unfortunately, you know, Chubb, um, Eckler, Dobbins, of course, in week one out indefinitely. Hopefully Eckler comes back sooner rather than later. Saquon Barkley is likely going to be out. Um, He's out right now. If you're listening to this, of course, you already knew that, but hopefully, uh, the, the ankle injury doesn't linger to next week and, and, but it could, right. It could be two to four weeks before that guy comes back. And then you've also got guys that you used a lot of draft capital with on the running back position that just aren't performing, right? Like Madison, you probably used a decently high pick Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, of course. Um, if you have Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, and there's one other and B John Robinson, like you're looking great right now, but outside of that, like it, it's, Kyron Williams is a, is a top seven running back. You know, it's it, who knew that was going to hit? Most of the, Most people didn't have him, hadn't drafted him and picked him up off the waiver wire. So mm-hmm. I think the running back position has been more of a crapshoot than ever.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think people, maybe to kind of just go off of both of your points, I think people are more accustomed to trends than they used to be. You know, I think early on, we were the type of guys, the type of fantasy players who had good foresight, you know, and had our finger on the pulse as we're covering things. Um, but now people are more accustomed to playing the waiver wire. They're more accustomed to running backs getting hurt and have an understanding that they're going to roster these backup running backs earlier than expected with the anticipation that, Hey, if one of these guys like, unfortunately, Nick Chubb goes down, Jerome Ford, all of a sudden gets thrust into a serious carry share. Um, and yeah, I think the running back situation, I, I thought it was going to be deeper class than it was, but now as the dust is settling, the Najee Harris experiment is really underwhelmed so far. Toss and I, great pickup by Toss, uh, dropping Tyler Higby. I was considering doing that, but uh, he read my mind with uh, some telepathy, uh, and he dropped Tyler Higby, picking up Jalen Warren, who could, by and large, you know, overtake Najee Harris in a PPR league as, as the running back one in Pittsburgh. That whole that whole situation, that offense is very confusing for me. Wasn't um, Jalen
1: Warren registering as a tight end a couple years ago?
2: He was registering as like, yeah, I think that I think he was. I know exactly. I remember that, Nick. He like was registering on like, mul- yeah, multiple types of positions. I mean, Taysom Hill uh, is getting some clean run uh, once again, but he looked actually the best he's looked, I-, I feel, in a long time. Well, I think
1: they're utilizing him the right way. I mean, now that they have like a quarterback that's actually pretty capable of making passes um, ish, you know, I-, I think that they're using him in a good way rather than just like, oh, Taysom Hill's out there. Like, he may throw it. Like, he's not throwing it if he's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but to piggyback off you on the tight ends, it has been a very hard year to figure out how tight ends are playing. I mean, of course, Kelsey's out week one is along with Mark Andrews, but even like the tier two guys, like have just not been it. I mean, I think maybe TJ Hawkinson's been the most consistent out of all the tight ends in the NFL, but I mean, Higby's not been great. Ingram's been eh. like Darren Waller hasn't done anything like, it, there's, there's really no hitting so far on the tight ends. I mean, of course, if you had Kelsey last week, he scored a touchdown, but that's really it. Yeah, I do want to point something out that's very
2: interesting. Tight ends usually come off the board pretty early. You do start one most of the time, unless you're a buddy, uh, Tommy Butternoodles McNamara. There is one tight end in PPR looking at our league that has 20 points this season so far. That's Hayden Hurst, okay? That yep. was week one, he we didn't do well. Exactly. So I want to say this to you guys. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven defenses that have 20 plus points. There are two defenses that have 30 plus points. Is the defense
1: becoming more valuable than the tight end? You kind of got to ask yourself that. I'm in a league where uh, defense puts up a lot of points. Week one, I'm talking. Cowboys scored 50 plus points for that defense, and because I think they give bonuses to yards and and like of course holding points and then the defensive touchdowns and all that good stuff like everyone else's. But you start off with 20 points opposed to 10 points in most standard leagues.
2: Right, ours is 12.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. but but still, it, for sure, like in that league, like it you they they value it way higher, and I think you'll start to see as drafts go on from years to come, like people are going to start taking defenses a little bit earlier. Maybe not like, you know, first eight rounds, but. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that in my home league. if you keep a
2: guy that you took in the first round last year and you keep him, you lose your first round pick and your seventh round pick. Um, So to fill in a seventh round pick, I always just plug something or somebody or something that I know they're not going to keep and they're just going to drop. So the guy's seventh round pick was the Arizona Cardinals. Ironically, and kind of you know, tailoring to something we were discussing off air, the second-highest scoring defense in our Los Angeles league right now is the Arizona Cardinals with 31 points. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, let's go down. And maybe, you know what, we'll go off the cuff in Fantasy Bros and Fantasy Hoes since we're talking about defenses so much. We'll include a defense. Um, I'll kick us off. Fantasy Bros, Fantasy Hoes, quarterback spot, the quarterback position. Um, I'll start with my hoe this week. It pains me to say this. You guys know I absolutely love him to death. He's one of my he's one of my favorite players uh, out of Ohio State in a long time. Um, I'm just very, very, very nervous right now. Um, about Justin Fields, and he is my hoe at the moment, unfortunately. Uh, I do not toss. You sent a video where he absolutely didn't even bother to read a defense. He's looking to run first, which could be beneficial in fantasy, um, but he goes against the Kansas City Chiefs defense, which is pretty pretty tough, and they have Chris Jones back. And my bro? I know I don't believe in Broncos country. I think they stink, but – Russell Wilson put up points against the commanders last week and you know, you're going to have to be throwing the ball a lot against that Miami team. So they're going to have to try to find themselves in a shootout against the dolphins who have a solid defense for sure. Um, But I actually like Russell Wilson starting over a guy like Justin Fields this week. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: think uh, I know you don't like Russell Wilson and I agree with you. I think it's, it's obviously not the Russell Wilson of old. He is leading the NFL in passer rating right now, which is kind of an interesting statistic. He, He hit, you know, Marvin Mims over the top and he had a Hail Mary. So obviously that you know pads the stats. But I think the Dolphins running defense is pretty solid. So they're gonna have to throw. I, I like that, bro. I think it's a good pick. Um, I'll take it from there. He had a really good first two weeks. I think a guy that people are kind of getting goo goo eyes for, and I'm excited to see how he progresses through the rest of the year. He's got six touchdowns, zero interceptions. Jordan Love is my hoe this week. I think oh. wait, I, I would wait to see how he does against a pretty capable Carolina defense. I know their offense had a tough time, but um, uh, you know I, I was giving Derek Carr a little bit more grief than he deserves. That defense was good. The defensive backs were active, and I don't want to risk it this week on Jordan Love. I'd rather wait one more week before pulling the trigger and having him potentially as a week-in, week-out starter on my team. Um, So he, he is my hoe. And then I think bros are going to be a plenty this week. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, a a lot better quarterback play across the um, the National Football League Tua is playing the Broncos. This is a bro pick slightly, but it's don't be scared to play Tua just because he's playing the Broncos. They got diced by the Commanders last week. I think he's going to continue that mm-hmm. streak. Um, if you were thinking about moving away from him, you don't want to miss out on the game where he throws for four, five, six touchdowns, and it's it's it could come any single week. So he's going to sure. be my bro. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's my bro as well. Um, yeah, with Sam Howell being able to put up numbers against the Denver D, you best believe that Tua and Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are going to be able to put up even better numbers. Um, and if you know we're talking about Russell Wilson being able to you know, throw the ball well this year, then it might be a situation where it's going to be a shootout like it was against the Chargers in week one. So I'll ride with you there. My hoe this week will be Deshaun Watson against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee's got a pretty decent defense, and Deshaun did not look great on Monday night against Pittsburgh Steelers um you know i think that he looks a little lost out there at times and i don't think it's gonna be any different playing against tennessee this week Mm -hmm. great stuff nick you want to go to the running back spot at running back the running back y'all i will have my you gotta start him obviously but i think my hoe this week is going to be josh jacobs against the pittsburgh d um they did a great job you know last week i mean obviously nick chubb goes down But, you know, besides a a big Jerome Ford run, um, the yardage, you know, wasn't that crazy. And, you know, I I definitely think that their defensive line is going to be able to plug up the middle against Josh Jacobs. And then my bro this week, Jameer Gibbs, I think it's time for him to really pop off and let them do their thing. I mean, David Montgomery is probably not going to play. So you're going to see a lot of carries and a lot of touches for Jameer Gibbs. And hopefully he's going to prove to us why they drafted him in the first round and traded up for him. Love it. T.
2: Disopolis, your fantasy bros and hoes for the running back spot.
0: Yeah. Hopefully just on that, hopefully they don't, we don't see, you know, Craig Reynolds with 15 rushes in this game and Jameer Gibbs. with <laughs> eight. I know that's really going to piss some people off if they go that direction. And I'm hoping they go the direction Nick does either way. I think he's going to have a really good game. Um, it's again, like Nick mentioned, like Josh Higgs, you kind of have to start him. This guy, you you kind of have to start because the running back position is so thin right now. But my, my fantasy hoe is going to be uh, Rashad White, Monday night game, playing the Eagles. They have a fantastic ru- running defense. And I think, um, once again, the Buccaneers are going to be pushed to, to have Baker step up as a thrower. Um, he's been successful as a passer, and I think he can test the Eagles' defense in that way. Um, but I would not bank on Rashad White, even though he will have the volume, if he doesn't get into the end zone, which I don't think he will. Um, it's going to be a really, really tough day for, for people in fantasy that own him. My bro this week is a big-time wild card. It's maybe more of a streamer. Um, Mm. Again, because the running back position is so, so thin, Dallas Cowboys play the Arizona Cardinals. I expect the Dallas Cowboys to trounce the Arizona Cardinals. While I believe that Tony Pollard will have an incredible game, I think it might be worth, if you are really, really desperate, going after Rico Dowdle this this game and flexing him because I think he's going to get in the end zone. I think the Cowboys are up by enough, he and Deuce Vaughn are going to get a lot of action. Um, he had, I think, he had five rushes for about 30 yards in the in the last game. He's been effective. He's looked good on the ground. Um, so I think if you're willing to, if you have to take a dart throw, I, I like Dowdle.
2: Sneaky bro, right there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna do two bros. I'm gonna try to go quick with them. Uh, Raheem Mostert is a most start. Uh, he really impressed me against the New England Patriots, and they go against the Denver Broncos, which uh, many men Robinson. Uh, Had two scores, 87 yards, and a long run of 27 yards. So I really like Raheem Mostert right there. My other bro – Kenneth Walker, everyone's been running all over the Carolina Thurs. I think Kenneth Walker goes in and has a monster game against the Panthers. He, he got two scores last week. Uh, didn't run the ball exceptionally well. I think that changes this week for Kenneth Walker. I'm back in on him. And my hoe this week, the waiver wire pickup pick up of last week, the start of last week, Joshua Kelly went into Tennessee, struggled mightily. I predict the same thing will happen for Jerome Ford. No shake on him. The Tennessee Titans rush defense is very stout. My, I will just I'll keep the train going and then I'll go back to Utah's my wide receivers man um and I, oh I do want to say one thing on that Eagles point um having a great run defense very stout run defense the highest graded rookie so far in the National Football League Jalen Carter Jalen Carter every time you see one of these guys drop Laramie Tunsil
1: Jalen Carter
2: just what like what was the don't point of that it. yeah
1: for real. don't overthink it like just. They get to the league they're a different person in my opinion you know like you're not a college kid anymore you're professional there's money on the line you know you've got a, a professional coaching staff and a bunch of pros keeping you in in check and i think people just got scared away you know by the character issues that they saw in college but they all missed mm-hmm. very badly
2: yeah this they missed very very badly uh he's an absolute monster on the wide receiver spot I think, dude, he's been really amazing, Nick. This was your bro probably for the season. I have him. Uh, I'm starting him in the flex. I didn't last week. I deeply regret it. Uh, unfortunately, against your Los Angeles Chargers, I think Jordan Addison has a really strong week this week. He's my bro. And then my hoe. Um, Cleveland Browns have a really good defense too. Um, and they've clamped down pretty harshly. Uh, and I know Newsom's out, but they have Denzel Ward. Uh, Hopkins and the Tennessee Titans, I think they take a step back. It could be a low-scoring affair, Cleveland versus Tennessee. So I have DeAndre Hopkins as my hoe. Toss wide receivers.
0: Yeah, um, it's a Monday night game. It's the last game of the slate this weekend. I'm going to say if you have Jamar Chase, uh, you, you, you might want to consider not starting him. To we don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play. If if we have the backup quarterback in there, I don't trust this Bengals offense and it's too risky of a situation for me. So I'm going to have Jamar chase uh, as my hoe. I would be inclined to, to throw T Higgins in that mix. I would be inclined to throw Garrett Wilson in that mix as well. I think Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have that long play against the Dallas Cowboys, guess what? He has another poor game. And I think you are going to be looking at that situation game in, game out with garrett wilson so i'll just throw that out there uh my bro is gonna be a guy that has 25 catches through the first two games just because he's a rookie don't don't get scared keep playing puka Nakua. you have to you have have to to. keep playing him he's gonna be a bro he's gonna have another fantastic week
1: yeah i mean he set a record i think so far for a rookie to start the season or start the career 25 receptions i mean pretty pretty amazing i mean 35 targets i'm still pretty salty that i haven't been in (laughs) a good chance to lock him in did any of us get him at all no some kid in my league set the fab record with 58 bucks for him yeah well our buddy zach is uh is is got the fab debut for their league they're all first timers and uh he was texting me last night whether or not he should drop a stack for jerome ford he wanted to do a max bid of a hundred dollars and i told him don't do that man like like what happens if Jerome Ford sucks, or they give Kareem Hunt more carries, or he gets hurt? I right? said the You're exact same thing. You're going to want money to play with, and he's like, uh, "I was like maybe bid eighty to like ninety percent if that's what you really want him that bad." And even then, like you still want money to play with. And I think he went like eighty-three or something, and lost. Person max bid a hundred dollars for him, which good. And he said the next. He said the next bid was ninety-six. Good. Like yeah, I, I for him.
2: you don't know, you don't know, like it's week two, week three. Like you don't know who could be coming in and like the week four, week
1: five, week six, when it really counts. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a rookie mistake by those guys. Um, Cause I've been playing with a fab for a long time in one of my leagues. And um I mean, Kyron Williams went for like 15 bucks. Like you're telling me that like Jerome Ford is worth 85 more dollars than him in your budget. So, uh, but I'll, but I'll keep going. So Mike Williams is going to be my bro this week. Um, he's been pretty quiet to start the season, but I'm really looking for him to have a big game. Um, they, they they need they need him to get going to really get this offense to be multidimensional. Keenan Allen had a great week last week, two touchdowns and had a lot of receptions for you know a lot of yardage. But they need to start spreading the ball out a little bit more. And uh, I think Mike Williams is due. And then my hope for the week I'm gonna put DJ Moore in there. I mean, I think it's a bad pick all season long, and he's playing against Kansas City. And he was good last week. Mm, he was all right. Bears, bears are in trouble though. And uh, I, I think they're going to have a lot of problems with Kansas city. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I was happy with him last week. He had 17
2: points. I mean, I have him Higgins, um, Joe Burrow. So I'm very, I'm very, I'm waiting for the shoe to fall on that team. I'm about to start.
1: Oh, and three over there. I'm not, okay. I am not stoked. Uh, tight ends, Nick. So, I mean, we talked about it earlier, it's kind of hard to predict. So this is just going to be, you know, a, a gut check here. But um, I think Evan Ingram is going to have a good game against Houston. You know, I mean, he's a guy that a lot of people were high on for having a big season last year. And uh, Houston's a good team to to get right against. Um, and then their offense has been okay, too. So I think that the Jags will be throwing the ball a lot. And then um, my hoe this week, I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. I think people are pretty high on him. He's looked pretty good to start the season. But – Jets defense ain't no slouch. And I think he's going to have problems against uh, the Jets secondary. Yeah. Nice toss. Roll us out and then I'll go quick.
0: Yeah. um, I'm just going to throw this guy out there because I think this offense isn't looking his way. He's a talented player, but my hoe is Kyle Pitts. And until he has a good game, I'm I'm staying away from him. There's other options where you might just luck into a touchdown. Um, I'm going to stick with my Cowboys and I know it's a Homer pick here, but the Arizona Cardinals are terrible against tight ends. Terrible. Especially mm. if you're in a PPR, Jake Fergo, Jake Ferguson. Um, I think he's going to be involved. He caught a touchdown last week. They targeted tight ends in the end zone three times. The Cowboys did. They only had, they only got two touchdowns, but if there hadn't have been a penalty, they would have had three. So I like him um, being used in the, in the red zone and just across the middle. So
2: Jake Ferguson really like those picks, man. Um, I'm going to go for the same reason with my hoe different guy, Pat Friermuth. I just do not know what's going on in that Steelers offense. And I'm going back to back weeks with my same bro. I'm rioting him, the Laporta potties. I'm fully bought in on Sam Laporta being a true tight end start in fantasy football this season as a rookie. Yeah, I like it. Cool. cool, And I'll throw
1: one defense out there. Go. Patriots. You're into. Yep. I like
2: them. I like them a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. I also like the Seahawks. I in like the, the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, the Seahawks were in my opinion the best defense that was available in my leagues because teams like the Patriots and other teams that have really good matchups were off the board. Um so I'm I'm definitely going Seahawks route in a couple of leagues, Josh.
2: Mhm. I like that too. I think I'm going to go that route as well. I think I'm going to go Water Falcons. I might have to drop the Saints, but if Joe Burrow is hurt, I hopefully they give him the out. You get the IR. Point. Yeah, I hit the IR spot. All right, we'll see you guys for the next segment. Fisher to was DJ Nikki Snacks, Kreider, The Miter, ESPN, 1090. And now, this is the moment you've all
0: been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick.